to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first name. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week we uh, think of opening an IT company together because we're so good with technology. But we also argue over books and podcasts and things because we so very rarely have the same opinion. Uh, And you can have a different opinion this week as well. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. and over again, I'm proud of ourselves for calling ourselves the Manned Cave. I mean, it's a great, like, isn't it a cozy place to be? I feel like, yes, but I also heard, yes, and, I, we heard a different title and we were like, why didn't we name our podcast that? I can't even remember what it was. It was Mandyland. Oh, Mandyland, you said it. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think, all right, I think we, we, um, we, did consider that for a second, but then it was like, it felt like a topless girls, 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 Mandyland. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a little... Um, Claire, honey, can you get Patinkin on the phone? I have an idea for a podcast I want to pitch him. <laughs> Thanks. Claire, don't... And I really looked over for Claire. You really did. Right? I, I'm, I've done yeah. some fine physical comedy. If you yeah. are not a fan, mm-hmm. you didn't hear our pre-show yeah. where I was doing fine physical pen comedy. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh. next level, you guys. Mm. <laughs> um fire. Yeah, uh, it was a big, it, that, was a re- that was really good. Oh, by the way, if you want to become a fandy, I'm not a fan, like the podcast these days are starting off with commercials. I'm not a super fan of that, as we all know. And they're all no. doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How come you haven't mentioned that 20,000 <laughs> times? But I will say mancape.com slash fandy. If you want to become a fandy, it's five bucks a month. It's not that big a deal. Okay, that's it. I just Please I do. wanted to just toss that out there. Um, Please pay responsibly. Restrictions apply. See store for details. I have huge... Wow, that was really good. You should do voiceover. I have huge news. Huge. You're gonna... (gasps) Like, this is... I... The the whole us fighting with each other might be over when I tell you. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. I finally caught wise and downloaded, subscribed to, followed... Wait, wait. Don't tell me. After all these fucking years... After all I these years. I'm so proud of you. You know what, Mandy Kaplan? That's a pretty good show. If <laughs> if I had a large dinner table with uh, Dolly Parton, Jon Stewart, Barack Obama, there, you know, you, like, who would you invite to your dinner? The That game? Sure. Peter Sagal is on that list. Aww. It would just have to be if I had a big table. Because he's, he's, <laughs> he's low no on offense, the list. Peter Sagal. He's a little lower <laughs> on the list. I love, wait, wait, don't tell me. I love it. Yeah, it was. And they had Tom Papa on this week. And that was, I love Tom Papa. It was very enjoyable. Was he the host or was he just one of the panel? He was just one of the panel. He fills in for Peter Sagal. Peter Sagal had a baby when he was like 92 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And he took a a bunch of time off and Tom Papa filled in a lot for him. Oh, interesting. I didn't know he was already 94 years old or however old he is now. That's amazing. Yeah, he was. He was so old when he had a baby. Oh, with a young wife. He had he had other kids, and then he, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know his whole life story. Okay, yet. well now I just lost respect for Peter Sagal. I'm sorry. Now I'm a little grossed out, but he's very funny, so you can excuse a lot. He's so charming. Yeah, I guess that's how he nailed a 25 year old. I guess, um, or at least she was. You know, who knows? She's gonna yeah, Google it. Uh, yeah, no, it was very enjoyable, and. Uh, I got a parenting tip from it. So this is the second. You did? Yeah, this is the second person I've heard tell the story 
One was the, the oh my God, the, the teacher that I met in Dayton, Ohio. And then this yes. gal on the podcast was like, yeah, all my parents ever let me do was watch PBS. They never let me do another thing. And that is why I'm a goddamn researcher of what what are they? Uh, carnivore, carnivorous large animals. And so she researches bears and mountain lions. Right, right. I, I heard her. Yeah. And this other teacher was like, yeah, all my parents would ever let me watch was nature programs and then read classic novels. So <laughs> I was like, this sounds great. So I'm going to start taking away my kids' iPads <laughs> and making them watch PBS. Or at least I'm going to put PBS on their iPad. Because we are actually watching a PBS documentary that's pretty fantastic. Oh. Nope. Oh, wait. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. It's not even PBS, but it's a nature documentary, so it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> it's Pornhub. It starts with the same letter, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so I get it. I feel it's like a Pornhub I know that there's naked animals and they're doing things that feel yeah. very nature documentary-ish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I understand how you would get confused. <laughs> You're so pretty. I know. Um, well, welcome to the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me family. Yep, thank you. Do your kids listen? Because Casey loves it. You know what? I didn't. I, I just listened to one myself, but I will listen to one with them. It's a good road trip It's thing. fun in the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, they keep it clean, but sometimes it gets mature. So that's sure. just a heads up. A comedian will make a joke and Casey's like, I don't think I quite got that reference that I'm like, and you never will. But here's the thing. When you have a moving on, when you have a rule in our house that that is that if it has musical, if it is, if it happens in musical theater, it's okay. That's our rule. So like when they were singing Southern motherfucking Democratic Republicans in Hamilton, I was like, look, fair game. It's in a musical theater. It's okay. Yes, of of course. Yeah. So that is the correct way to raise your children. Yeah. My girls are learning a lot from musical theater because they're just not scared to go there anymore. Right, right. <laughs> Especially after we do the PBS Pornhub musical, which do you want to meet at three today to start writing or? Speaking of a Pornhub musical, oh, Jer and I, <laughs> okay. many, many years ago before we were a couple when we were writing plays together, I wanted to write Schoolhouse Cock. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working on a song called Masturbation Station. <laughs> And we had a lot of funny ideas for songs for Schoolhouse Cock. So there's something there. There is totally something there. And now I'm mad that you haven't done it yet. Well, we fell in love. It ruins everything. Yeah. Well, we haven't laughed since. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's why I come to the man cave to get my laughs. Uh I need it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, well, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'm going to send you an outline for a schoolhouse cock because <laughs> that's pretty. Please. Not a. I'm not going to draw it was, a schoolhouse. It was a cock. lot of fun coming up with the song titles and little riffs and choruses. We we used to always joke about it. Of course, it is. I I really feel yeah. like you know, especially like when I get back from London, I feel like we're going to miss each other so hard that like mm-hmm. we'll have to. That'll be our first. The Mandy's on stage together again. Okay, and if anybody has any suggestions for song titles for schoolhouse, cock, oh yeah. Hop on the Discord, yeah. mandcave.com slash Discord, and pitch us ideas. We will write these songs, and we will harmonize the hell out of oh, them. Oh, hell yes, we will. That'll be a special Fandy bonus, or maybe for everyone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to decide right now. Okay. So I would like to talk about the podcast I assigned to you. Yeah. Which, although hosted by two very charming, funny men, mm-hmm. not a funny topic. <laughs> I thought it was really hilarious. Really upsetting. 
topic. Well, it's a very upsetting topic, of course, but it also is filled with like it made me it's like that giddy humor that kind of like when you're watching a horror comedy, right? It's like that. Oh, oh my God. What a cringy. It's it's cringy. It's cringy. It's called How to Destroy Everything. Yes. Pete, could you play the trailer so that people can hear it? When's your birthday? Change the subject. What's the name of your best friend from high school? Oh, gosh. I had so many, it's hard to pick just one. And where do you bank? You really think he'll ask that? (sighs) Honey, do you have any idea what will happen if you slip up here, if you give him one iota more than he needs? Well, yeah, you said he might, like, sleuth or whatever. But so what? No, 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 no. Not just sleuth, okay? I mean... You give him your birth date and phone number, and he'll find out your social security number. Next thing you know, he's opened up bank accounts in your name. He's buying real estate using your credit score. He's making photo collages, celebrating events he's not even supposed to know about. And and not just that. He's hacking into your phone, listening to our conversations, reading your emails, and, and for some ungodly reason, he's sending you jade plants every single goddamn year for your birthday. And, and if, if, if and when you decide uh, to do something about any of this, if you decide enough is enough and you ask him to back off or, or, or God forbid you call the authorities, he will sue you into oblivion. As a lawyer, he will represent himself, forcing you to spend your life savings on attorneys. And in court, he will reference arcane British case law and, sub- and submit literally thousands of motions to delay and obstruct. And you will end up not only penniless, but emotionally bankrupt. So, uh... I'm going to ask you this again. Are you sure you're ready to meet my dad? How to Destroy Everything. The true story of a narcissist who destroyed a childhood, a marriage, a family, and a community. You know, a comedy. Now available wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what happened. It was recommended to us from a fandy. Mm -hmm. I listened. And as I was listening, I was like, I know this guy, Danny Jacob. How do I know him? And I look him up and I was like, oh, he's so familiar. I know. I I think I know him. And then he said, and my co-host, Darren Grotsky. And I was like, oh, oh, I know Darren. Darren was at my wedding. Wait, our wedding. What? Sorry, Jer. Yeah. So uh, how do you know Darren Grotsky? So we, Jer goes way back with him. Oh, my God. So I, I know these guys. So we're going to be interviewing them. And rather than playing a game today, we're going to have an interview with Darren and Danny. I love it. So, oh my right? God, we are so we inside to... track and a list right yes. now. Uh, yep. Are we going to have We're a carpet, down. a step and repeat for the interview? Ooh, ooh, I got to get on that. Um, Claire, hun, Claire, when you get a chance, mm-hmm. Claire. Uh, so, I thought. I think the premise is. So terrifying that a narcissistic father would lie, manipulate, cheat, uh, con everybody around him all the time. Mm-hmm. But, and yes, the stories are entertaining. And the way they've set up the podcast is that it's not just um, journalistic. They have recrees and scenes. Oh, yeah. It actually starts with the scene of Danny trying to prepare his new fiancé to meet his awful dad. Oh, my God. That was the best thing I've ever heard. Well, Danny's an actor, too, so that's a bonus. Yeah, yeah. But he, it's, I mean, the unimaginable horror of saying, 
don't tell my father your birthday. Don't tell him anything. He will steal your identity. He will use it against yeah. you. And he's he's really worked up and yelling all of this at his new fiance. And that's how it starts. So it starts with a bang. Yeah, yeah. And then they tell the story, the real life story of he goes, he takes his, her to meet his, her, his dad, goes to the bathroom, comes back, and they do a recree of, are we okay? Is it okay to shorten that and call it a recree? Is that what it's called? Recre- recreation. Yeah, All right. Okay. Recreation. It's a business term. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I didn't think you were into those shortened phrases. I. You're correct. Okay. Okay. Anyway, right. yeah. they do that and they're, and she's going <laughs> like kind of giggling and doesn't know how to not tell her, his dad, her information because it feels so weird. Like it's a totally like i i couldn't believe it when they go they they set it up and then they go that's a real story and then they actually let you listen in on how it kind of went down and it's just this well right i'm sure she they went home that night and she told him every detail and it's a it was a big moment but my question is how how nice and afraid of conflict is this young lady because her fiance goes to the bathroom and the dad says so what's your cell phone number so what's When's your birthday? And she answers him. Well, because... Instead of saying, oh, I can't tell you that. Sorry. Well, holy shit. Whoever says that? I mean, like, I, you say it if there's Me. a stranger. Well, yeah, I know. But, like, I, I'm sure there's, like, she's trying to impress the parents. There must be a certain kind of... Uh, this is so hard to believe, right? You always want to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially your new boyfriend's dad. I don't know that they were engaged yet. But, like... They were. They were. That's the thing. Mm. It's not like it's a second or third date and she doesn't really know the story. Oh. They are at this point, she they are unfianced. Oh. Boom. Just shut shut the mics up. Should we just stop it now? It. I don't think you're gonna get a better yeah. word than that this whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um well, stop the podcast. I wanna get off. Bye everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> but okay. okay. because they were so she, he had been obviously telling her. Hey, listen, want to hear another crazy thing about my dad? And here's how traumatic life with my dad was. Yeah. So she did know. Yeah. And he warned her. He's going to ask you these questions. Don't give him any information. Right. And she couldn't say no. How could you, though? Because so, he said he was going to send her a gift, Mandy. Who says no to a gift? By the way, can while I'm thinking of yeah. it, can I get those four last of your social? Yeah, yeah, sure. Are you going to send me what? a present? <laughs> I am. She's doing the yeah, physical. Yeah, and I need your social to do it. <laughs> Lick it, licking the pen again. She's doing great physical um, comedy. Yeah. But that's why you and I are so very different. Because I would have been like, yeah, sorry, sir. Yes. I'm not going to share any of that with you. Yeah. You have boundaries and people can roll over me like a freight train. Absolutely. How do you think <laughs> I ended up doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Um, yeah. No, it would be so really hard. You don't want to believe that this guy is as bad as he is. And that's what's, I think, the real tension in the podcast, which is there's two episodes and kind of two little mini episodes. And um, you because you you even though, you know, like they're saying, no, he really is this guy. And they tell these stories that that's what I love about it is it's unbelievable because you don't understand why he's doing this or you can't understand that a human being would actually go to these lengths. And yet they're sitting here going, no, 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 this is all true. Well, I think also, and obviously these are questions for them, for Darren and Danny, but it sounds like his dad is not just a narcissist. It sounds like he's very mentally ill. 
The in the second episode, we learn he was hiding oxygen tanks at, because he believed he was going to have a heart attack. So he was building these big oxygen tanks. Yeah. The things, some of the moves he was making, and I'm no expert on narcissists, but some of these moves felt like, oh, that's a paranoid, uh, you know, that's maybe a paranoid schizophrenic or some other diagnosis as well. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, could be. I mean, that could be. Although I will say, uh, well, now I'm dying to know. <laughs> and we'll never know right. because he's no longer with us. But I, it, you know, I had that experience with my dad when I realized there was something else going on, right? Like there was this kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, he was just not around and we really didn't have much communication. And it was interesting because he would sort of fixate on things like he would fixate on comedians or Seinfeld, like, or he would fixate on like my sister. Like I wouldn't hear from him for months. Then he would text and be like, hey, how's your sister? And weird Mm -hmm. things like that. But I didn't, but I was like, oh, he's just whatever. It was just, I didn't, I didn't think of it. But then there were things that I caught. I went to visit him one time and I was like, oh, there's something going on here that's beyond, I think, just narcissism there's something like Uh like the stacks of paper and things like that the buying like buying like hundreds of stuffed animals every time he would pass a garage sale he'd buy a stuffed animal for his dog like the your dad yeah or danny's dad no i I was like i don't remember that part of the podcast your dad dad, right and and like it was oh here are you paying me two hundred dollars an hour for this no 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 I'm, Are you paying the fandies for this therapy? Look, I'm fine with it. I love my dad. I love Work him it out. for exactly who he is. But but he was always a mystery to me is what I'm saying because there yeah. was something about him that just wasn't quite, it didn't quite, like, I, he, he asked me, we hadn't seen each other for seven years and he asked me if I would take a picture of him and his dog because he doesn't have a good one. He didn't ask to take mm-hmm. a picture with me, his daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that you go, yeah, that's beyond, that's something else entirely. <laughs> That doesn't totally. make any sense in terms of being right. a human being. So right. I get that. Like, that's what I'm deeply fascinated by this. I'm not the only one, too. That's what's really fun about their podcast is they 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 tell the stories of all the people that are like, hell yeah, I had a dad like that. Maybe not to that degree, yes. but. Right. So they released two episodes and two little updates. But they are aware that there is a public outcry for more. Oh, my God. Yes. They, they, I I spoke to Darren, spoiler, and he just said, we, you know, we just made our pilot. We didn't have episodes in the coffer to release. Yeah. So they are frantically trying to catch up. And all of the reviews are like, I love this podcast. Where's the next episode? Where is it? Where is it? So they are working on it. Yeah. Um, oh, God. There's because the people are actually some of the people are like, well you don't have a second episode, unfollow. Like, people are really shitty. I'm like, hey, everybody, relax. It's good quality right. content. And they do a really right. good job and it takes time. It does. It's such a wonderfully balanced tone, I find, because what Danny is saying, yes, there are funny things about his dad. The We'll tell the cork story to get everybody. Oh. <laughs> um, but Danny is very traumatized still by this childhood and by this person. And Darren grew up with him, has vivid memories of his dad. But Darren has a lot more distance from it because it wasn't his dad. So he can joke about it and almost keep Danny 
in a healthier place. Yeah. You know, you hear it in his voice when he's when he talks about how embarrassed he was to have his friends over or that he couldn't do this because of his father and his childhood or to this day, he worries he has these tendencies, which is such a dark, scary thing. And he has this very funny, charming best friend who's like, eh, don't worry about it. If you do, I'll still be your best friend. And I love that dynamic. Yeah. And we need that as podcast listeners. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to listen to somebody. Hi, Jane Marie. Take note on the dream. She's just getting too. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? As we listen to season three and Danny isn't doing that. He's still telling a narrative and wanting to live in the present with Darren. Yeah. And they have I think they have developed they have something that's really crucial for good storytelling, too, is that there's something active happening. They're not just like reminiscing and telling stories about his dad, which they are, but they're Mm -hmm. unpacking something in this present moment. They're kind of admitting that they didn't have deep conversations about any of this when they were in high school. And maybe, you know, who knows how much they've actually revealed since then. But it feels like... as the parent of a 13-year-old boy, I know they did not have deep conversations. absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But they're like, we were playing video games. We weren't talking about your dad and what's what's it like. Yeah. No, of course. (laughs) And also the shame of that. Like, absolutely... I, I, you know, since they're writing partners and best friends this long, I, I would be curious, you know, just to know how much of it they've actually talked about. But it gets the, it gives the feeling certainly with this podcast that they are revealing things for the first time between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. the first time he's talked about things. And that's really, really fun to. They, they really are just a better version of us. Yeah, I agree. At- podcast, best friends, <laughs> writing partners, right? <laughs> yeah. They have a much darker thing to explore than I didn't like the Chris Rock special and I did, (laughs) you know. Hey, hey, that got real. It did. It got real. That got very real. We had fisticuffs over that one. But now I want to like cage match them. I want to take them on and see who the superior podcast comedy partners are. Agreed. We'll figure it out. Well, We'll figure out a way to define it. I just told the stuffed animals on the shelf story. I mean, that's pretty huge. You didn't know that story. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Not at all. I thought it was Danny's story. Here we're all revealing things. Yeah. Speaking of stories, can I tell the cork story from the podcast? So episode one (laughs) is really just, you know, you might ask, what does living with a narcissistic dad mean? And a restaurant had a special. If you bring in a cork from a bottle of wine, we'll give you a dollar off your lobster dinner. So his dad went around town to liquor stores and big box stores or whatever, gathered thousands of corks and expected free dinner at this restaurant for years. Until he ran out of corks. Yep. And the owner was like, oh, fuck off. And then Danny's dad as revenge. And he ordered like, wait, he ordered like five or six or eight lobsters. How many lobsters did they get? Yeah, it was like two lobsters per person at the table or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he expected to hand over a garbage bag full of corks to pay for it. (laughs) And then when the owner said, that's not how this works, get out. He, out of revenge, tried to hand out the corks to homeless people, unkempt people who would then pour into the restaurant expecting their lobster dinners. Yeah. 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 He he spread the corks, spread the word, and all these people went in trying to get free lobster dinners. And I wonder how, if they had to stop the promo- the promotion after some point. Oh, I'm sure. They must have. Oh, my God. Uh, sidebar, Your Honor. Yeah. I, had, I had lobster when I was back home. It's just 
such a thing for me. I love lobster. Oh my God. Will not surprise you that I do not like lobster. It's like one of the few things I don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, we just keep uncovering the gems. I don't know how. I know. (laughs) But it was the best kind because I had it on a salad, just like the big chunks of lobster meat on a salad. Yeah. And with all of my weird... Okay, now we're going down the the lobster path. Uh With all of my weird food things, Uh I don't like anything on a bone. I don't like anything that reminds me it was ever an animal. No sausage. You don't do sausage. Not really. A friend of show, Tommy Metz, always says, if it's a patty, I'll eat it. I tend to be that way. Uh, You know. Yeah. I've seen you kill a burger. But if you put a lobster in front of me... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, of course. But if you put a lobster in front of me... No. Yeah, I'll tear that shit apart. Oh, my God. That is so weird. I, that's the part I know. that grosses me It's my me childhood. Out. It's like, yeah. Okay. Well, I would do it for you. But turkey is yeah. not part of your childhood. You didn't have turkey at Thanksgiving. No. Oh, yeah, I did. But oh, I, oh, <sighs> turkey makes me want to vomit. It feels, the smell of turkey is, oh. Okay. Okay. All right. It, it feels yeah. so much. I'll be out here in my studio for Thanksgiving <laughs> when Jer's making a turkey in the house. I don't know what I'm going to do because the whole house smells like it. Oh, do you have to have a turkey? Can't you do something else? Like maybe those little bony quails and you could crack them open? Because it sounds like you love them. Jer has to have a turkey. He wants to make it. He's all excited. Aww. And I'm gonna, we're going to go for it. Okay. That's nice. You guys and are we're back. Love. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Lobster meat. Uh, but yes, Danny's dad Ugh. tried to scam some lobsters. I, I have a I have a story. I have a story from my own. Pro- yes. There was one time, it's not as extreme as the cork thing or premeditated, but there was one time mm-hmm. I my my dad took me to the movies and I remember he wanted like a large cup, but he wanted a medium-sized soda in a large cup. Mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. like, I want, but I want to pay for a medium, but I want you to give me a large cup. And the person behind mm-hmm. the counter is like, I'm sorry, sir, it doesn't work that way. I'm going to give you a large cup. You're right. paying for the cup. And then if you, I don't care if you want this much or this much, I'm charging you for a large. And my dad was like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. And argued loudly and for about 10 minutes asking for the manager with the... And I worked in a movie theater. I was like, dad, we do inventory at the end of the night. We know what we've sold right. by the cups. It's not the soda. It's the cups. Right. And he just would not listen to me. And he argued, he shamed this poor kid yelling, yeah. doing the math. And I'm imagining a kid too, like a teenager. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got his number. It was fine. But um, great. Yeah. But it, I, so I kind of know that like, dad, what are you doing? Why are you yeah. stuck on this thing? You can't, you know. It's not as good as the cork yep. story, but I, I I think we were going to see Ghostbusters. Does that help the story? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, we have all we could all say my parent embarrassed me one time, or you, you know, yeah. I mean, your parents being embarrassing when you were a teenager—that's standard. No, that cup this thing guy is weird. apparently goes so. Yeah, the cup thing is weird. The cork thing is weird, and we don't quite have a sense of the scope of this no, because they're get so releasing good. the story in little bits and pieces. Yeah, now, ha- her, his mom is participating. I love her. Oh, Sandy. she is adorable. And you get, you know, mm-hmm. she's so sweet. And and I, I'm yeah. really, I want to dig more into that. I want I want a whole episode of just the mom to hear how, when they courted, like more of those stories and how they got together. I want to hear the details. Have we heard the details of the girl with the attic yet? Or is that coming next? No, because Darren, that's okay. So uh, they released their first episode and it became a phenomenon. Yeah. Apple featured it and it just took the world by storm. So then they uh, heard from this teenage girl named Chloe who said, I live in your old house, Danny. Oh my God. I live here. 
and nobody touched the attic since your dad was here. So Darren is going back to St. Louis. Uh, he, I guess he was going back anyway. And he's like, I'll go to the house. Yeah. I'll meet this girl, Chloe. She's a teenager. She reached out to the podcast and I'll go see what's in the attic. Yeah. And Danny, poor Danny's like, I never, I can't imagine going to the house. I don't want to, I don't want to see pictures. I don't want to FaceTime with you. I, I can't, it's too triggering. And that's basically where we left off. Danny just acquiesced and said, I will FaceTime. If you want to FaceTime me when you're in my house, maybe I can handle it. Maybe I can. And they talk to the... And Darren's like, I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Oh, so I know. They're really sweet. I, the, um, the, like, you could have been a little nicer when I just told the cup story. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I just take a page from their book. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and it was, I, you're, <laughs> I was the whole time just humming cups in my head from <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Um, they, I, I loved their, um, they talked to the contractor who redid the house, right? And said that was maybe the weirdest mm-hmm. house I've ever seen because, don't they tell a story when he and his brother were in the house they discovered that if you open two doors the same exact length you open the doors that it opens a secret compartment which is where his dad had all of the forgery stuff and and information on like credit cards he'd opened in his son's names and bank accounts and i mean the secret compartment is so cool so cool right but i wish my parents uh, had had a little more of that moxie (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. Um, so I hope they, I wonder it, if they have any secret compartments left in the house. I want to know that. Well, what uh, I can't compare. You you win the bad dad contact every time. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, we, we all have moments yes. where our parents are cringe, a term I've heard the kids are using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Not slay. It's the opposite of slay. Yeah? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but. That's awful. I, but I can't wait. And no pressure, Darren and Danny, but I I want Ugh. episodes three, four, five, and six. I'm I'm dying to hear more about this guy. Yeah. His, the mom, Sandy, Ugh. somebody reached out and said, we have um, a support group for women of divorce, divorcing women. And she went and it turns out it was women who were being sued by her ex-husband. He's a big, he was very litigious. He's a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they were, and he's very litigious, and he's suing everybody. And it was sued or scammed, wasn't it? Weren't they suing? Uh, weren't, no, they all had lawsuits against him. I think it oh. was that was the support okay. group because they had all been screwed over by him, and now they were going right. after him. I mean, what an amazing! I, I, I'm glad he's doing a podcast about it. I'm glad he's turning that frown upside down because yeah. it will give him distance. Right? He's not his father. He's you know, become a successful creative guy. And I've thought that very often. Like, if I thought about like, oh, would I have chosen a different dad? And the answer is no. Because I think there's something about mm-hmm. him that is so funny to me now. And mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. having that experience with him has made me really curious about people. It's made me want to put people in the context of their lives before I make an assumption or judgment about them. It makes me extremely sure. it, empathetic. It Now, one thing that was not so great is it made me date people who probably I shouldn't have dated because I'm like, I can love anyone. What does it mean if you're, what We've does it mean to that. be a jerk? You know, yeah. like there was certainly that. But it gave you stories about cups. My, these great cup <laughs> stories that I will tell more of. If you guys, if you guys write in or leave tell a review, one. if you want another movie cup story, um, yeah. 
It doesn't have to just be movie cups. There could be tea cups. Yeah, we don't know. Exactly. Uh, measuring cups, like I can, bra cups. Yeah. C cups, you know, <laughs> we, look, there's this. That's one thing I. It's an endless well. Yeah. I never had him ever do anything cringy with my friends except forget their names. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, literally, my best friend from high school for 15 years did, did not know their, did not know her name. <laughs> <laughs> you get, is that Stephanie? No, 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 no. That was Kristen. Oh. It was Kristen. Oh, Kristen. Yeah. Okay. Well, Stephanie's I know Stephanie's my best friend from elementary school. How did Stephanie feel about being replaced by Kristen? Let's talk about that. Oh, well, I don't know. Should, we, should I text her real quick? Should I Zoom with her? I'll get the three of us on Zoom and then we can... Perfect. <laughs> there wasn't really a replacement. And how does Kristen feel about being replaced by me? None of us. <laughs> um, look, I think I think location has a lot to do with it sometimes. You know, Stephanie and Kristen and I did not all go to the same school. No, you and I are eternal, right. baby. Baby, yes, baby. Okay. No, you and I'm I... Not, I'm not just... No, baby. Geographically desirable. Sweetie. Stop it with the... Baby, we transcend Ooh. time Ooh. and space. You and I were like, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look into my eyes. Okay? We're forever. <laughs> <laughs> This is a love story that just won't quit you and I. Uh, uh, no, did you ever have that with your friends? Did you ever have like B like BFF wars? I I I committed to way too many yeah. BFFs in high school, and then I would get nervous yeah. when they were in the same room because e oh, I was so popular. Everybody wanted to be my best friend. It was really hard. <laughs> I think they felt bad to uh, bad for me because of my dad. Did I mention? Did I tell you the cup story? <laughs> the <laughs> no, but I had like two, I had like two or three friends that did not like each other, but I liked all of them. And I don't know. Right. I think that's my narcissism. I'm like, <laughs> not narcissism, but you're, you're so sweet. You're, you don't want to cause any conflict and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings ever. Yeah, that's and true. I liked everybody too. That's very sweet. Yeah. I really did. Cause I, no standards. <laughs> well, look at this. Look at what we got. <laughs> I think if you had standards. Aren't people funny? I mean, like, back to this podcast, like, I I, I want to unpack this dad. Like, I know he's horrible, but I'm also like, but he's fascinating to me. Like, what did he love? Well, what was his, what did he think he was doing? What was going on in his head? Building this for his right. family. Like, I bet he had some grand, I, we, I deserve this. This is for my boys. I'm building. Of but then how do you open a credit card in your son's names without telling them and think you're somehow building? And I wonder like, okay, so there's AA, there's, there's, um, you know, Overeaters Anonymous and there's things for specifically cocaine, like gamblers. Is there a thing, like, is there a fraud, uh, what do you call it? Like, is there a group or some sort of disease? Like a, that like a grifting? Gets you to find truth or stop Well, like specifically lying. grifting, right? Stealing, grifting, mm -hmm. like conning mm -hmm. people. I wonder if there's any kind of, I wonder if there's like books on that or something. Like, I didn't. If, how, I don't know. All I know is when you were listing all the groups, you pointed at me when you said cocaine. <laughs> and I that's something I want to talk about after we finish. Yeah. I I mean, I didn't I never did cocaine, but at a dinner party one time a friend was like, Ugh, thank God you never did cocaine because you would have been addicted. And I was like, I'm not I'm not sure how that tracks. Like, A, I've never done it. B, I don't even smoke pot. And C, like, I'm not addicted really like that to anything else. That was before Wordle. But like, I'm not yeah. addicted to anything else. <laughs> what makes you think that I would never stop doing cocaine if I even bothered to try it once? And she's like, trust me, you would be an addict. And it, I thought it was the weirdest thing I've ever 
And she, well, I'm sorry I said that. I didn't know I offended no, you. No, turns out she's it wasn't it me. wasn't you. And it turns out she was right. I got real I mean, I lost 2018. I lost it. That's okay. We know who was in the White House. It's a fine year to lose. Um Okay, <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up and instead of a game, we're gonna have an interview with Danny Jacobs and Darren Grodsky, creators of How to Destroy Everything, ah! which I'm giving five man jobs a doy. I can't get oh, enough. Yeah. I give it 10. But no, both my, I'm going to give it on wow. both my mans. I'm giving all 10 fingers. It's so but good. But no pressure, guys. Let's get more episodes. We are here with the creators of the How to Destroy Everything podcast, Danny Jacobs, insert applause, and Darren Grotsky. Welcome to the Mand Cave, guys. No applause. No applause? Yeah, yeah there's definitely no applause, applause for Gradsky. <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating I, start. We handle man. it in post. Uh, we handle it in post. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We always put in applause and laughter on the back Great. end anyway. Oh, good. And, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. I have it on uh, my phone. It's my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure so, to be here. Isn't it? Thank why, you for coming. You want to talk about Why is that, Darren? Why is it a pleasure us? to be here? <laughs> no, I just feel like I've I've heard people say that uh, when they're welcomed onto an interview. And so I just, you know, I'm still feeling a little off yeah, filter about the lack of you, applause. So I just was like, I should say something that is. Like, and if you think norm. about it, if you think about it, it is, it, you know, I think what it means is it's a pleasure to be here to talk about myself. You know what I mean? It's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, yeah. we're all going to go quiet, Danny, if you want to take it from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, really, you just have to press play on our podcast. There's nothing There's nothing more for me. Well, we have press play, and we are no. completely hooked to not only the story, but one of the things that we raved about was that you guys are obviously emotionally invested, Danny. This is not an easy subject. This is this is real for you. And mm-hmm. I just want to clarify that I, I'm, I'm not emotionally invested in any way, shape, or form. I just wanted <laughs> that out there. I know. That wife keeps texting me about that. But yeah, <laughs> different. <text. laughs> but but then you jump back to having Darren, who I think is keeping it light and keeping you in the present rather than letting it become just a, a therapy session. Right. And so please, if you could tell us how you decided to tell the story in this way from present day with recrees and why did you decide on that style? Yeah, well, so. Um, the, you mean, I mean, this, the, the, the decision to have to do it with Darren was, was obvious. I mean, uh, Darren and I had started to develop this first as a television show. And from, from the very beginning, it, it was clear that, um, we needed some kind of objectivity on things that I did not possess. And, you know, um, Darren obviously knows all the, the, the people involved and is, was there for a lot of the history. So he's the natural kind of um partner for that it's kind of Um, a unique situation in that regard right because um because we happen to also be collaborators we write and direct we've written and directed features together we've been working together professionally for like 20 years and we also grew up together so i observed this all along so this this is a long it wasn't always a podcast like danny said but some version of this story is a long time coming we have been talking about it i mean since we were kids but we didn't know when we were kids that we were going to be, you know, working professionally in uh, storytelling and entertainment and whatnot. But so it was a long time coming before yeah. Danny. Go yeah. ahead. And then, and then, in terms of the structure, um, that 
was a, a really a suggestion from our executive producer uh, Joel Peisig, who who's like who when we talked to him about this idea and he was interested in coming on board to help us make it as a podcast suggested that we look at Errol Morris's docu-series Wormwood on Netflix as as a kind of a jumping off point because mm-hmm. in that um Errol Morris does something similar he uses narrative recreations and two camera interviews and discussions so you sort of it basically is like using every tool at at, at your disposal to to create something like this and we really loved that it felt really interesting and fresh and so well and one of the revelations of wormwood was that um you know errol morris got um peter sarsgaard is act is acting in a lot of those recreations and so they're like really good you know like we've all seen dramatizations we've seen you know documentary mixed with these dramatizations and they're usually not great uh and so when we when joel first proposed this idea I guess maybe it hadn't occurred to me that it could be done well, um, but uh, but seeing it done really well and really interestingly was made us realize, oh, this is sort of what we do, um, and we could do it in a way that I think would be uh, hopefully good. Yeah, it's your fantastic. actors are really really good. Like that's part of the fun is you get this double this double layer of I'm hearing you guys I. It's interesting to hear that you've obviously, of course, you would have been discussing this as a major part of your life. And as we all mine our sto- our lives for stories, that you this would have been like, is there, there's got to be something in this, right? We were joking earlier that like, you know, it's you you look at like, oh, yeah, I had that trauma, but it only lasted like a week. I don't think there's a show in it. Like we all <laughs> kind of look at our own past to go, can I make something out of this? And it, 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 so, of course, it's natural that you would have discussed that, but you guys make it feel really new like you're discovering Mm. something together every episode and those recreations really feel like i feel like i know your dad like (laughs) the fourth the 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 suspension of disbelief is complete complete for me oh that's amazing it's i mean it sounds so well acted oh thank you i I mean you know we we it's so it's been so great so far to sort of to dive into and draw upon i should say the kind of huge wellspring of of act of great actors that we've become uh, close to over our years in the business and be able to use them for this and what's so great is uh, and Johnny Johnny Kaplan Jonathan Kaplan who plays my dad in all the episodes um is actually a friend of mine from college and we've had experiences where we're interviewing um people that knew my dad and they'll say something like oh it was, it was so great to it was so great to hear your dad's voice again like they didn't realize oh, wow. that it wasn't actually him and that it was yeah. an actor. The ghost of uh, your dad from the yeah. He's really channeling him. Wow. Yeah, he's channeling him. It's wild. So he, he never met your dad. He didn't know your dad or he did know your dad. No, he never met my dad. I just I I, I became friends with with him in college. Mm-hmm. He may have met him once. I can't remember. But no, no, not I don't think that he had any any real contact it's, with him. I'm I'm wow. I'm going rogue. Is there yeah. a prototype if you were to cast the film of this? Is there an actor, not Jonathan Kaplan, but is there an actor that you're like, you know, you know who my dad always reminded me of? I mean, there's uh, a Mandy bunch. Kaplan, perhaps maybe Mandy Kaplan. <laughs> right. Not my brother, Jonathan, but but she's <laughs> always auditioning. Always yeah. auditioning. You know, is there- we, we've, we, we've thought a lot about that. Um, like for us, it's guys and I'll give you a few examples. Please. Um, but but guys that can. Can, are able to play uh, kind of the darkness of this while also having that glint in their eyes of of sort of cheeky puckishness. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, guys like Jesse Plemons or Jake Ooh. Johnson, 
or or um or on the older side somebody like michael stuhlbarg um guys that uh that that can do bad things but you still are rooting for them anyway Uh, one of the things about danny's dad was that he did all of this and he obviously suffered from you know narcissistic personality disorder or some such and yet while he was doing it he would often look at you with this little smirk with this sense of like can you believe what I'm getting away with here? Like he knew, <laughs> like he knew. And yeah. there was something often really charming about that as long as you weren't receiving the, the you know, the, the wrath in that particular moment. Victim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think when you're smarter than everybody else in the room, I mean, hey, we've all been there, right? But like when you're the smartest person on the planet, of course you're going to get away with it. I mean, I think that's part of the fun, not Yes. You know, like, I think that's part of what the joy must have been is like, it's not my fault that no one can catch up. I'm just that smart. So I'm entitled to wreak any havoc I want because that's life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I also think that there in his brain, though, he wasn't he wasn't doing anything wrong. Like there was still a sense there there was a sense of can you believe I'm getting away with? But but connected to that was they're letting me they have to let me because I'm doing. I'm doing what anyone would do if they could. Right. Like it's not right. it's not morally or ethically wrong because right. it's it's, it's I found the loophole and right. I'm exactly. right. Yes. It, yes. Yes. Like Mandy said, the smartest. In in the reverse, I have a narcissist in my life who believes any line that forms is be, uh, out to get him. If the mm-hmm. grocery mm-hmm. store has a line, that's, you know, this is they're all here just to piss me off. And it's, right. it's like, right. yes, everybody coordinated. It's the Truman Show. It's all about you. Right. 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 Exactly. Everybody's just working to give you an experience, good or bad. Yeah. Um, one thing, one bone I have to pick with both of you. Sure, please. I may. And it's going to get real intense. Get in there. Get yeah. get ready. Mm-hmm. Your father, and I, did, and I didn't know him well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ate pizza the absolute correct way. <laughs> As a person who is carb phobic, yeah. Okay. Have you done that? Oh, it's relentless, relentless. <laughs> this one, I'm, I'm giving I'm, away my crust. I'm even, trying to no, anyone who's no. like, oh, there's too I much could, cheese and toppings. Yeah. Just, but I'm wait not. a second, wait a second. Are you saying Do you that order you, like a pie and you scoop not out a whole all pie, of it? But I, yeah. but when we order pizza, I eat about three or four pieces, big uh-huh. pieces, but I don't eat the the dough. You just scrape off the cheese and, but that's so terrible for your emotional. cholesterol. That's so bad. Talk about my cholesterol. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, if I'm on my deathbed As, and only a breadstick would save my life, she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't touch wow. it or eat it. But it's, <laughs> Mandy, I, as a Jew, I am, I am concerned about your health and I want, <laughs> and I want this to become an intervention for your cholesterol intake. Yes. But I, I should have out-of-control cholesterol, but I don't. Well, your relationship <laughs> you. with cheese is profound. It's, I mean, that was the other w- podcast we yeah. were going to do. It's just right. you oh. and your cheese addiction. It's me talking about cheese. But anyway, when I heard that, I thought, yeah. oh, God, that's so funny. That's, I mean, not a whole pie. And I would never take sure. it from children <laughs> sure, sure. that they were aware of. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I'm also <laughs> guessing you don't, I, I'm guessing you don't scoop it into a mound on your plate and then go really. at it from there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a podcast, but the visual is dangling the thing over my mouth and oh. slowly lowering it in, like m- much like an anaconda, I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. That's, yeah. that's my MO. She she pounces on it 
and then <laughs> swallows it whole. And then so you can see it moving through her body, the shape of it yes. is slowly yes. moving through. Yes. And yeah. sometimes I have to kick Mandy in the face to get my piece. And that and I'm willing to do it, guys. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. Eat for um, pizza? Yeah. Yeah. But that was interesting you because you mentioned that kids didn't like to go to the pizza parties because your dad would take the, a pie for himself and do that. And Mandy and I got into a discussion today on our podcast about we've all been embarrassed by our parents. When we were kids, mm -hmm. we could all think of sure. a story where, oh, my mom embarrassed me at my birthday party. But right. what was it like living with that day to day? Like, did you not invite kids over because you didn't want to expose them to your dad? Or was it normalized? Or maybe Darren that, can answer because he was around it? Yeah, well, well, what the only, well, what I'll say first is like, it's true that I felt a, a, a great deal of daily shame. Uh, and and I and I believe that like, I, I wasn't inviting like, kids that I had just met over like it's it's occurring to me in my head. And I, I don't this is not ever conscious. I'm just realizing this now as you're asking the question, which is that I think I only ultimately invited kids over who I knew really well. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can't I can't ever think of one time in which I had like some new friend and I was like, hey, come on over to my dad's house. That that I don't think ever happened. It was only fr friends that I had had for years and years. Yeah. And that for me, sense. I mean, it, it did become normalized. You know, when you're six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way through um, uh, high school, especially when you start when you're so young, you take everyone at face value. That's Danny's dad. He's odd. He's weird. But that's his dad. Uh, now, we did have at least one friend that I can recall who was banned by his parents from going to Danny's dad's house. So if we had sleepovers, it couldn't be at Danny's dad's house. It had mm -hmm. to be at Danny's mom's or at our other friend's house. The they, parents I mean, that, did that? That was unusual. His yes. parents. Oh, okay. His parents. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I've done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, yeah. It wasn't Danny's dad who banned him. It was right. this kid's parents said, oh, no, you're not going over there anymore. I, yeah. I, I have had to do that. Yeah, for for different reasons, but yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. trust that parent, and I will not yeah. have yeah. my child there. Totally, mine's a uh, free for all. I'm like, <laughs> I send them to a different hotel every weekend, and fingers crossed, it all works out. But that's my parenting <laughs> style. That's why we just <laughs> they're going to grow up. They're going to grow up, and they're going to be you know able to handle challenges. So I, I respect that. They're going to have an amazing podcast. Yeah, that's what yeah, the girls right. are going to do. That's right. Um, well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. I don't even know how long this has been. It, um, it, it's felt like a minute. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, more like 20 for me, but that, you know, so, each their own. so I'm going to hold your feet to the fire and ask you, when is the goddamn third episode coming out? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, um, let's see. When is the election 2024? <laughs> <So>, one year. <laughs> One year. No, no, we are we are actually this week we are recording all of the narrative scenes and and the um the in studio stuff with Darren and I for episode okay. three. And we're recording so, on November sixth. So this when is November sixth. This you will have already recorded. You'll be. That's right. Amazing. When is this? When is this episode of yours? Uh, when is when? So will this... for our, it'll be two weeks from today. Yeah, mm -hmm. the public, but we have a membership, and they get it a week from today. So yeah. it, our our, our goal That's is fancy. to have it, uh, but the week before Thanksgiving. So all right, it'll be right around when this comes out to That's the perfect. to the full public. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things for us is like we. Um, the the success of the podcast has been has been a real shock for us, and, sure and we we did not plan appropriately. So we have been. Uh, we have been just hustling to try to 
build a kind of an infrastructure and a process that can lead to sort of the episodes being uh, released on a more regular um, uh, schedule. And we've been very appreciative of it. We totally understand everybody's um, desire to to get the next episode as soon as possible. But people have hopefully understood that, it, that, that right now, at least, it's just three of us trying to put it all together. And with the amount of editing and and, yes. and casting and shooting, it's 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 a lot. And so we've been um, we've been very appreciative of everybody's patience. You guys are putting together more than a podcast, though. It's it is a work of art. Like there, oh, it's a whole you. journey that with the music underneath and the way mm-hmm. your rapport and the way that you guys do that. It it the way it's all put together. It's a, so satisfying, and of course, it's going to take more time. Yeah, than just you know a couple of jackasses turning on a microphone. <laughs> you know, what do you mean, I think. Mandy? I think yeah, what's that mean? reference to? Yeah. Who are you referring to? Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm doing like four podcasts today. Like, I mean, I I'm very efficient. But sure, you guys sure. are artists, and it's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but well, how was it sweet. like when you found out this this fun response? Like, that's what I love about what is happening for you is all these people with narcissistic fathers, and it turns out there are a lot of <laughs> so us. Many. So many, so many. Yeah. There's like a whole grayscale. You guys should have like a, a a printout that comes with your podcast of like, where are you on the narcissistic father <laughs> yeah. scale? You know, uh, how was it when you when you got that information? You know, like, did you did it? Obviously, it exceeded your expectations. Right. But how does that? Oh, feel? yeah. I mean, exceeded is not even a strong enough word uh, really? for what has happened. I mean, like we were at one point the number three podcast on the Apple charts oh. in America. I mean, it was insane. Um, and it, within like a week, you just saw it go up. We were saying, you know, we, we were hoping, wouldn't it be cool to rise up in the documentary categories or like maybe be top 100 overall. But like, you know, <sighs> there, there were just, and with this email address that we've set up, um, I know Richard Jacobs at gmail.com was supposed to be for people who know Richard Jacobs. Yeah. It has turned into this like hotline for people who are reaching out to us who have had, you know, narcissistic parents or brothers or whatnot. And they sometimes they just want to say hi. They want to say thank you. They want to unload. It's like crazy. I mean, every yeah. day, pretty much there's another wow. email or more coming. And so that's been overwhelming. Uh, I think especially <laughs> for, I can't speak for Danny, but I think Danny, uh, you know, has said it, but I think on Interregnum that he feels this responsibility now. Which I do worry well, about. That's it. Shouldn't be a, be a huge uh, responsibility for Dan. I mean, I mean, what what I'll say is like it, for, it's been amazing. It's an amazing. People are writing in about their own experiences, and uh, I, I would say on the flip side um, is that I, I, I'm I've been struggling with how when I'm in public um, and people want to talk about the like my it's it's like my my, my family's trauma is now this thing. It's like. I'm just out and people just want to, and I'm like, God, like how much of like my whole, my day, you know what I mean? Like it's about setting boundaries and the difficulty of that, of that. Like there are times when I do not want, I do not want to discuss my, my central, uh, the trauma, the central trauma of my life. And so I am, I am really in process of trying to figure out how to create kind of psychic space for this while also kind of setting setting boundaries at times of being like i just am not in the mood to talk about my deep family trauma and so that that's something that is evolving i would say as we are kind of dealing with the 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 success of the podcast 
You could just say that you're method and you only talk about it when you're in character on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for you sure. You don't want to mess with your process, your acting yeah. process. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. hire big bodyguards. Let's... Or big bodyguards, yeah. <laughs> yes. Either one. You're there now. Let's but the number one is you're it's there. Time. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like a, you're like a Hadid. You, you've done it. <laughs> no. I don't know that reference. I don't know that Me reference neither. at all. They're supermodels, okay. pop culture. Oh, oh. Anyway. Oh, Hadid. Um, Oh no, I don't actually. I don't oh. know what that is. Okay. Yeah, I thought for a second I did. I was like, "Is that is that um is that George Clooney? Who's George Clooney's wife? She's not a supermodel, but she's she works for the UN. But isn't her name she's something fancy, like though? That? Yeah. yeah, she's I don't fancy. Either. Anyway, uh, the Hadids are far less fancy. Uh, We've lost. Let's definitely not. Okay. Let's not delete this part. This part's got to make it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we are going to let you go, but first, and Danny, I apologize. I don't know what your wife does. Do you want to divulge that? My wife is a writer, oh, and she also oh. works in reality as a story producer in reality television. That ha- that is of no interest to me. Darren's sure, wife is sure. an English teacher, and yes, is going true. to settle an age-old debate that Mandy and I have. Oh, we're going to oh, tell yes. you the debate. You're going to run okay. it by Renee, and you're going to reach okay. back out and say Renee says Mandy Kaplan's right. Okay. 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 I see how this is going. Okay, let's hear Since it. Since you don't know the other Mandy's last name even, it'll be easier. But it's go ahead. on the screen, doofus. <laughs> <laughs> so we, in our intro, say we are two best friends with nothing in common except our first name. Z. Mandy says names when she does the interview. And I contend mm-hmm. that it's one name. It's Mandy. She contends that it's two people, so it should be names. Because wow. we each have our Two own version of Mandy with a separate last name and you know, nothing in common except our boundary. first name. So, so boy, that's an interesting. Okay. All right. We, um, want, we want the uh, expert opinion, not your opinion. I want. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to give you my opinion. Thank uh, you. But, but, um, uh, I, all right. I will return. Okay. We'll uh, email you. I, I, yes. I look forward to uh, being the proxy to help settle this debate, but not helping settle it myself. That's the whole reason Perfect. we actually did this. I mean, we love the podcast. <laughs> we're fans. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you this want was, this answer. Yeah, we listened we were driving toward. to the podcast. <laughs> Quote, yeah. unquote. Yeah. I, I could not love it. I could not love it more. I will say, I it's no surprise to me that you ended up at number three because the minute that I listened to, no kidding, I think I listened to the first 10 minutes. I hadn't even finished the first episode and I told three different people, you oh. have to listen to this oh, podcast. My God. I mean, it was just so gripping and so well done. And I so appreciate both of you for bringing us all on the journey. It's just oh my gosh, fantastic. I agree. Thank you so kind. And I think it is so um, appealing and pulls you in because you guys didn't plan it because mm. it's not coming from a, a schemed place. It's coming from right. this organic. This is just the story we want to tell. We're not quite sure how we're going to do that, and that yeah. has us all on the edge of our seats. So, yes, the edge of our seat. And I'm looking forward mm. to the television show that's definitely yes. going to get made after this podcast. And I vote Clemens. I love him. So that's my vote. If <laughs> yeah. my vote counts. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Thank you so much. So very much. How to Thank you guys. everything. Listen to it. Leave your five stars. Leave your review. Don't ask them when the next episode is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, oh, guys. Thank you. Uh, here's the business, folks. Okay, look, Man Cave is a production of Two Story FM, music by Ian Post, engineering by Pete Wright. Uh, please join us. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a review. We love hearing from our 
uh, Fandies. And uh, if you'd like to become a Fandy, we already mentioned that. You can talk to us on Discord, mancave.com slash Discord. We have a vibrating conversation. Uh, you could almost say it's ambianced. You could, which I'm going to Google that. I'm not sure that's a real word. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I know. I know my shit. <laughs> Thank you, Chooser One, for saying the Mandy's are a fun listen and we are always entertaining. We think so. We appreciate the I think so. The, uh, feedback. Yes, thank and you so much. You guys can leave us those reviews and ask us questions and we'll answer them. We're, we're whores. Yeah. And check out our merch because speaking of being whores, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of real slutty hoodie sweatshirts mm-hmm. on there and uh, mancave.com slash merch. So there's the business. So now. So now what what are you assigning me for next week? Okay. I am assigning you a fun, hilarious, and I believe it's pretty quick read. Uh, it is Rachel Bloom's book. I don't even know if it's her latest one, but it's called um, I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are. Oh. Uh-huh. I, I, here's a fun fact about me. Couldn't yeah. get into Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. You would think it would be my jam. Musicals. You really would. I, yes. I tried. And she was such a musical theater passionate. Yeah. She is. And she's so talented. Beyond talented. Yeah. yeah. And I have enjoyed some of the songs and we've done some of them in Miscast. But as a show, I couldn't get on board. But I love Rachel Bloom. I think she is charming and talented. So well. I'm looking forward to listening to a book by her. Yeah. And I think if you need to um, be Rachel Bloom's best friend after reading it. I get it. I just want you to know I get it. I'm I'm prepping myself for rejection right now. Wow. Because I have read the first couple chapters and I think she's like la- laugh out loud funny. Well, but this so. pessimistic attitude makes me think your father's cup is half empty. Please like me. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> and just more where that came from. We haven't even gotten into athletic cups yet. Uh, (laughs) all right oh gross i love you (laughs) see you next week bye love you bye 